1: where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The ghost of privacy past haunts the Senate's AI future. The U.S. Congress is trying to tame the rapid rise of artificial intelligence, but Senators' failure to tackle privacy reform is making the task a nightmare. By Matt Laszlo. The recent burst of generative artificial intelligence is forcing the U.S. Senate into a debate lawmakers have put off for years. Privacy reform. While Americans' personal data is a commodity sold, traded, mined, and even recycled, passing from second party to third party to digital banana stand, some senators believe your personal data is siloed off from the earth-altering AI work those companies, like OpenAI and Google, are testing, tweaking, and deploying daily. They want to predict the future for purposes of marketing and selling products, and that's already there, says Florida Republican Marco Rubio, the vice chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee, dismissing the need for an overhaul of federal privacy laws. Rubio is far from an outlier. Ted Cruz of Texas, the top Republican on the Senate Commerce Committee, agrees. I think if the Democrats pushed through restrictions on innovation and AI, it would be disastrous for America, Cruz says. If the United States doesn't lead, goes the GOP stock argument, an adversarial nation, read China, will. Still, there's fear about AI's potential to dramatically alter the world, which has kept senators mostly united over the need to do something. But with lawmakers beginning to write AI-related legislation, old and unresolved privacy debates are proving a major impediment, and there's little room for error on the tightrope of bipartisanship in today's Washington. In our rapidly evolving world, Congress must debate the past, even as AI is statistically generating our future. Before Congress left Washington for a month-long August recess, senators held their third and final all-senators AI briefing. Although not all 100 senators attended, the bipartisan closed-door AI briefings were intended to provide a baseline framework for understanding artificial intelligence. If nothing else, the briefing surely got senators talking about AI. Almost instantly, the AI chatter resurrected data privacy debates that had died in each recent congressional session. Rubio's gut reaction is that he's fine with American tech companies running unregulated through the frontiers of AI as they create even newer frontiers. Commerce, he says, is commerce. They'll take the data to try to predict what you're going to buy tomorrow or where you want to travel to tomorrow or what you want to look at. It already does, Rubio says. We still have laws that govern things like privacy and property rights in all kinds of areas. Certainly those things would still be prohibited whether it's a human or a machine that's violating it. Senators like Rubio and Cruz appear to forget what happened the last time Congress decided to just let the tech industry run wild. Google swallowed up our ability to find information while collecting every bit of personal data it could. Facebook and Twitter created dossiers on everyone who touched them before dictating who and what can be said on social media. And Amazon consumed nearly 40% of the retail world, along with our data while expanding into cloud storage, entertainment, satellite internet, and a bazillion other markets. In short, the tentacles of U.S. tech firms are everywhere. Vaccines, food, cancer research, psilocybin centers, criminal justice reform, homelessness. The list could reach the moon. Speaking of the moon, how could we forget commercial spaceflight? And the AI boom is likely to further expand tech firms' powers and riches. Yet on Capitol Hill, some powerful Republicans are focused on one goal, ensuring American AI dominance. On this front, Rubio generally sees any new regulation as a needless to harmful constraint on U.S. technology giants and their AI experiments. One near-universal takeaway from the briefings is that America can't afford to be number two. Senator Mike Rounds, a South Dakota Republican and one of four senators who spearheaded the all-senators' briefings, echoes this sentiment. AI is going to advance regardless of whether it happens here in the United States or elsewhere. We have to be advancing faster than our adversaries, he says. We have to advance it, but we also want to put in appropriate safeguards. Specifics remain impossible to pin down in most corners of the Capitol. Lawmakers are still taking in the potential of new language learning models like ChatGPT and Google's Bard, even as AI laps us all. Rounds remains an openness to nebulous new parameters, on the one hand, but in a critical, fatherly way, he also faults Americans for signing over our data privacy. Recklessly, handing over our data might be fine if it's American tech companies that are grabbing it, but Rounds, like most lawmakers, decries the idea of giving our private data to Chinese-owned TikTok. It's the one privacy matter everyone can agree on, excluding perhaps the 150 million U.S.-based users the company claims to have. While Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and the others tried to steer the conversation around artificial intelligence clear of politics... AI now seems lodged in the age-old partisan debate that pits laissez-faire capitalism against Big Brother, which New Mexico Democrat Martin Heinrich says is regrettably short-sighted. It's not just Democrats who are voicing concern. There are some outspoken privacy hawks in the GOP, chief among them Senator Josh Hawley, a Missouri Republican. When asked about Cruz and Rubio's positions, that encroaching on the Silicon Valley data mining model could imperil America's AI future, Hawley laughs. (laughs) Huh. I don't know that we're going to be able to hermetically seal it like that, Hawley says, before laughing uproariously. This idea that we can just trust Google and Meta to be good actors, you know, not going to happen. While his colleagues are almost solely focused on America's adversaries, Hawley, who may be China's biggest critic in the Senate, is unsettled by the thought of American tech companies plugging your private data into their AI language learning models right now. That's Hawley's number one priority. He's the top Republican on the Senate Judiciary Subcommittee on Privacy, Technology, and the Law and teamed up with its chair, Senator Richard Blumenthal of Connecticut, in introducing the No Section 230 Immunity for AI Act. The bipartisan pair say the legislation is essential because it explicitly tacks an AI clause onto Section 230 of the 1996 Communications Decency Act, which shields online companies from liability for anything their users post on their platforms. While both senators have spent years trying to overhaul Section 230, they say there's no time to waste in updating it to protect consumers from generative AI-powered deepfakes. This summer's AI briefings also instilled the need for speed, and senators are finally moving if at senatorially turtle-like speeds. Before lawmakers left town for the summer, they passed their first generative AI amendments, tacking them on to the annual Must Pass National Defense Authorization Act, or NDAA. One such measure requires the Department of Defense to set up a bug bounty program so Pentagon officials can test American-made AI for security flaws. Senators, led by Schumer, also tucked a non-defense AI amendment into their version of the defense bill, which still must be reconciled with the House version. It mandates that any AI gap in knowledge from the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, National Credit Union Administration, or Bureau of Consumer Financial Protection must be reported to Congress. Many Democrats agree with the GOP on the need to lead the AI race, though the details are devilish. On the left, the prescription is one of those much-decried government ones. There's broad agreement that there's no going back, One thing I'm certain of is I know of no technological advance in human history that we've been able to roll back. It's going to happen, Rubio says. The question is, how do we build guardrails and practices around it so we can maximize its benefits and diminish its harms? Thanks for listening to Wired. I'm Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the US, more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide.